Morning, Mike. How you doing? Happy Monday. You're back. I know. I did miss you, man. I did miss you. I was actually um, really confused on Friday morning. I woke up and I was just like, what am I supposed to do today? I've got this extra R and a bit uh, to do what I want. No, it was really good, actually. You did, man. And, and it's and I, and I love how you, you look at it that way. It, it's beautiful, man. It's beautiful. Um, and I appreciate your concern for me and the fact that the fact that you did give me that extra time and, uh, you, you know, but uh, no, it was good. <laughs> it's uh, the world. Sad to be back, Mike. Sad to be back. Well, I, I tell you what, I tell you what, Mike, I tell you what, right? If we get through this week, you can have another three-day weekend. Let, let's let's do that. <laughs> there you go. See, I'm so good to you, man. I'm so good to you. See, I, I give you, you give me something, I'm giving you something back. So there we go. There we go. Well... I know, I know, I know, I know, I know, I know. But uh, you you do it and you do it well. See, but in essence, though, but you feel rested. You feel you feel uh, an element of recovery. Are you sure? You don't sound convincing, Mike. <laughs> I know. Is this Joe's? Uh, no. <laughs> yeah. I did. I did. Um, Friday, Friday was busy. Um, and then the weekend was beautiful. So able to get outside, get the sun, um, just uh, lots of fresh air. And also, you know, the ability just to be outside when you're outside. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe, maybe I'm curious to see if you feel this too. When you get the sun on you, just like the energy just with it from within, right? Our bodies just react so well to it. Mine certainly does anyway. Um, and then with that, <laughs> Look at my mate, like you know, you know, it's uh, it's uh, yeah, I hear you. But
but uh, my body actually responds really well to 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 the sun and I get energy from it so I was I like to be outside uh, during the summer months when the sun's shining and I was outside and uh, with that just came energy to sort of the, the brain to work and Mike given everything I went through last week it was really nice to feel the brain working again and thinking and contemplating and you know, engaging with, okay, what is actually be going on in the workplace today? What is the narrative of the conversations that are going on? Because there is not dramatic shifts. I mean, we went through the first few weeks of lockdown, you could see almost every week, there were clear, distinct elements and changes and pivoting of uh, topics, emotions. And um, where I think today, it's almost like just a little gradual degree turns as we sort of evaluate, you know, the return to the office. And but also, you know, what does the work from home future look like? Also, what does the workplace and real estate plans of the future look like? And there's a lot of narrative coming out about that, you know, as more and more surveys are re being released, published, results being published and conversations around all those various things. Um, it provides a lot more food for thought. And a number of conversations I had last week, it was kind of interesting. Um, and, and I'm sure you're experiencing this in the eye office to a degree where there's a lot more information coming from senior leadership, a lot more, it feels like access to senior leadership. And I posted something on LinkedIn. It was just something that, again, gathering of conversations that I had. I'm just going to read the sort of the, the headline just so I don't misquote myself. <laughs> um, our organization... <laughs> Yeah, so here, here's, here's the question I posed. Are organizational hierarchies shrinking in the virtual world? Are organizational structures blurred in this environment? And I then followed up with a number of points or quotes or comments that people had made. You know, when you look at it from a CEO's perspective, CEOs are encouraging employees to reach out directly to them. Employees feel enabled, empowered, to send emails directly to the CEO to ask specific questions. And there's a level of engagement there, you know, and, and CEOs and also other leaderships and other department heads. Um, and also are employees sitting in their home environment, are they more uh, open, confident to actually share their thoughts and opinions with others because they're not in a face-to-face -face meeting room environment, they feel safe, secure, and therefore, the Zoom environment is actually allowing people to communicate a little bit more um, with with other people, with senior leaderships and so on and so forth. So I, g I gathered there was probably five or six other different types of comments that I sort of collated to put together as the as the post. Because if something was going through in my head, I certainly feel it. Um, and I don't know whether or not your, your experience in my office, I know you hold fireside chats with your CEO that gets broadcast to the organization and uh, you know do you feel do you feel that too
I think it's an interesting concept. Um, it's an interesting question you pose. There are times when obviously the org structure has to be um, appreciated. It has to be respected. And, you know, there are elements of practices of your job and so on and so forth where you just articulate it. You have to go through the rank, not the rank and file, but up the org structure in the appropriate ways, right? But there are elements, there are times, there are things that actually having direct access to executives, um, I think is a great thing for the organization. And obviously the executives want to control that it's not getting, you know, every employee is asking a question. Um, of course, of course. But in essence, it's, it's if you look at it from a, a leadership perspective, the questions, most of the questions that I'm sure they're receiving is not, um, you know, where they're trying to compromise their team, their, their manager or their manager's manager. It's probably more around concern. It's probably more around habits, experiences, rather than, you know, the organization needs to be doing this, I think we should be doing that, right? I think people are respecting the org structure from that. But it's for the emotional connection to a, a, an organization. You know, where does the emotional connection comes from, right? It feels that you're, one, you have the ability to communicate with your team, you're sort of, your, your voice matters. You are learning, you're contributing, you're learning and you're building experiences. And having those three factors of play, I think, helps employees and leaders feel more engaged to the organization. And the more the organization, I mean, the embodiment of the employees feel connected to the organization, I think the better the organization will be. And I think with there are many voices that perhaps don't get the opportunity to get heard, where perhaps this environment, people feel that little bit more empowered they feel a little bit more um, confident that they may be able to express an opinion where before sitting in a, in a room with their superiors um, and leadership may feel a little more intimidated, feel a little bit more withdrawn, feeling that little bit more, I have to say what my manager says. And perhaps these times um, allow people to feel that confidence and, and be prepared to, to speak up that little bit more. Um, I think it's fascinating, and I've, I've heard it across the board from from multiple people, different levels of the organization. You know, leaders stating that how nice it is to hear um, concern for themselves, concern for their the leader's family, the the actual situation it is at the moment, and and then very general questions. But again, it's all about that engagement, right? And the employees reaching out and feeling that they can because perhaps previously. Uh, that the employees didn't feel they would be able to do so. I also think you think about a Zoom call when you do those webinars, how many more questions do employees put into the question box or the chat box that uh, before, whenever the town halls are in front of hundreds or thousands of people, would employees being, you know, have the confidence to stand up and in front and articulate a question to the CEO in front of all their colleagues. Um, I think the Zoom is, is providing that, and I think there's great benefits to that.
nine and I, I i'm the same I, i'm the same with all your thoughts too because there were so many weight places you went to right and uh you know sort of peel back the onion or go to back to the stop at the start of the top of the onion because you peel so many layers um <laughs> no i think it's important to sort of go through some of those things because you know i i too noted the change in the media and I, I i physically felt it this morning as i watched last night's recap of the news um there were other subjects in the news outside of the coronavirus which is like not that that's necessarily a bad thing or an unimportant thing but actually you know there's still so many people losing their lives every day as we go through this and and that's still not part of it yes we talk about the negative negativity that the the news media portrays but the amount of people losing their lives that is projected by the you know june is ridiculous and yet, you know, there is still so many people pushing to open and, and, and you know, and, and push beyond what sort of states have opened to date. Nothing wrong with that. I'm not saying that's wrong. But in essence, the fact that so many people will still lose their lives to this and other stories are making the news. And I, I just I, I find it extraordinary. And it's scary, actually, how far we're actually going to push and open. And actually, there's still so many people who are going to lose their lives over the next few weeks. I mean, they're talking 10, 15,000 people. You go back to March when we, we thought of like there'd be 10 or 15,000 people. It was horrific. But actually, we're at a point now where actually that message, yes, we talk about the negativity we don't want to hear. I know I've said it before. But in essence, that's still powerful. That still resonates. Um, and it's it's so 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 important that we don't lose track of those numbers because it's horrific. Um, and then you moved on to okay, you gonna say something? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, no, it was a bit. I think you, you, you kind of, and it kind of dovetails into, I think, where I was going to go because actually, you know, yes, we we sort of look at leadership and, and I say, when I say leadership as in, you know, state, government and state, not necessarily organizations, but actually whenever you look at, okay, the um, states have reopened, people are going to the beaches, they're going to do whatever it is to do and individuals have to take it upon their own and be their own responsibility, right? And that's where the trust has got to come from. Who do you trust? You trust yourself to behave a certain way by trusting yourself and then you're doing the right thing for yourselves, then eventually we'll do the right thing for everybody. Then they're taking that sort of mindset into the office environment, 
right? You know, we're all compensated by the companies we work for. Our responsibility is to do right for that organization and also the, the our colleagues in that organization. So I, I fear that your points that you made, that there will be people that just say, I need to get on this elevator. There are people that will say, no, I want to do this because I don't believe in these protocols or the the sort of standards or policies that I know organizations are very wary about the words and how they put this 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 communication out because they don't want to be seen it to be authoritarian but in essence they also want to ensure that employees feel comfortable and know what sort of behavior is expected and there will be people as you articulated that will be I don't care about this thing. I just want to do my own thing. And again, we have to trust as an individual that we will respect the organizations that employ us. We will respect the colleagues who we will populate the offices with, and we have to behave that way. And unfortunately, I don't know. Uh, I don't know how people will react to certain things. I don't know how organizations can or will actually um, monitor and adjust behavior and enforce yeah i didn't want to use the word enforce but it is the right word right it is it is you're right um but it's 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 such a tough thing it's such a tough thing but i think again we always have to go back to the individual right we all have our social responsibility we have responsibility to the organization that employs us and we all have to behave appropriately Mm-hmm. Right. 
Mm. Yeah. <laughs> I knew it would be I knew it would be my fault, Mike. I just knew it. You know. No, 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 and I will. I apologize. I, I will apologize. And uh, you know, the flowers should be on the way. I, I've got a phone. I call into Joe. I said, Joe, can you get this guy? Can you get this guy his mail for whatever it is? You know, I feel bad. I feel bad. Bacon and eggs. Very nice. Very nice. Yeah. Look, it's it's um, it's going to be a really tough thing. I don't envy organizations having to manage this stuff. And um, you know, we we look at it obviously very much through the eyes of what we see in the U.S. There are countries all around the world who have had very different experiences. And how do you then take policy and put it across the entire organization, given the diversity and extent of which COVID-19 has really impacted different uh, countries? You know, you look at Australia, Australia has less than 3000 cases. And, you know, if you have an organization, many organizations in the US have offices in Australia. So how do you manage those things when the culture in Australia will not be to wear a face mask, but your policy for the US may state something that actually may not work in other jurisdictions. And it's such a tough thing to balance, such a tough thing, you know. I do too. I do too, Mike. Uh, let's let's pick this up again tomorrow. Uh, this this thirty minutes has just flown by, man. It's uh, <laughs> crazy, crazy. But uh, let's uh, let's chat again tomorrow. All right, mate. Speak to you soon. Cheers.